Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. Ladies and gentlemen, Tara is about to come on and rock your world. So get excited for it because we're going to dive into self-mastery, energy, alignment. This woman is an absolute powerhouse rock star superwoman. So stay tuned. Before that, let's talk about the sponsor message of the day. If you are a leader, an influencer, an entrepreneur, a visionary, someone who wants to change the world, let's talk. How can I be of support to you? Whether it's coming on the 12-hour marathon and getting your message out, hey, we could all use a little bit more support and help to get our message out to the world, make a bigger impact. I would love to discuss that possibility. The other way is if you want support with coaching, mindset, clarity, strategies on how to get your message out more, or even launching your own podcast, I love supporting our clients with that as well. We usually help people launch their podcast in 90 days or less. So if you're interested in that and you want to find out more, you can send me an email, chris at beyourgps.com. You can find me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash th3burns, or you can find me on Instagram at I am Millionaire Chris. Looking forward to talking to you and having a conversation about your awesome potential and world-changing ideas and how I could support you. Next up is the iTunes review of the week. This week, it's by Mr. Brian Kelly from Reach or Peak. He says, authentic and energetic. Chris is as authentic as one can be. He loves helping people and his energy is infectious. Watch this show if you want to become your greatest possible self. Definitely watch this show. Absolutely. If you want to give us a review, let us know how we're doing, how we can grow the show, make it even better for you, go to beergps.com forward slash iTunes or search Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self in the iTunes store and you can find us like that. And while you're there, make sure you subscribe so you get all the latest episodes. We release an episode just about every single day. So you're always getting even more content inspiration, and empowerment to become your GPS. I'm going to introduce Tara in just a second here. Before that, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, be ready to take notes because you're going to get some serious gold in this conversation so you can master yourself and truly show up as your GPS. Let's introduce her and then we'll bring her on the screen. Tara is a designer, radio talk show host, international best-selling co-author of Courageous Hearts and Shine, and she's always had a passion for metaphysics and learning about various spiritual practices. Can I get an amen? She discovered the importance of connecting mind, body, and your environment for your ultimate well-being. Her mission is to raise the vibration, creating a ripple of global awareness, spreading love and possibility. And we are absolutely going to rock the house today. Tara, are you ready to bring the fire, the wisdom, the empowerment, the greatness, the high vibes? You're now live. I'm not okay. You're okay. As possible. So you're like, <laughs> I'm like, say, show, no, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So you, oh, yeah. you're live. Oh, yeah. I Bring love it. it. You are it. a superstar. I love the shine. I love just, you know, how you show so much love, so much great energy. And, uh, you know, the gifts that you use in our, in our messenger are awesome too. So, you know, if you all want to be entertained, have a conversation with Tara, it may be vocal, it may be through, yes, who knows? 
gifts you can communicate a lot, right? I need yes. my own line. I need my own line. If anyone can help me out with that, please. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So I appreciate you being here. We're going to dive right into the theme of the day, which today is your burning obsession. So Tara, how does this conversation show up for you? Ooh. <laughs> and I'm here on with the burns, eh? Yes. <laughs> I saw that. I had to giggle. I had to bring it up. Um, well, <laughs> this is exciting. Well, yeah, as you said, you know, my mission and my passion is ultimately to raise the vibration of the planet uh, through the pla- practice of collective meditation. Mm. And, um, you know, there's, there's such cool information out there right now. If you look at the, um, the, the, the I'm losing my train of thought, math, math. <laughs> It's coming to me. Social coherence will come uh-huh. to me. Yeah, yeah. The, the heart they, yeah. Thank you. Heart yes. math. Oh, my gosh. I'm putting a brain freeze. But, you know, they define social coherence as a stable, harmonious alignment of relationships, which allows mm. for the efficient flow and utilization of energy and communication required for optical, optimal collective cohesion and action. And it's like when you, you know, when you think about that, what does it really mean? But there's mm. situations where you look at, you know, skydivers and they jump out of the sky you know, when they're all aligned and they're doing something together for the same purpose and they got to grab hands and cooperate, right? When you resonate in that same energy field, um, there's just so much information coming out there these Mm. days that it's hard to ignore. Everything's energy and it's, it's constantly moving. And, um, and and with what, as you said, heart mouth, thank you. I forgot, (laughs) but it's, it's showing us that when we connect our brains and our hearts together, um, that we experience more joy in our lives. Mm. And um, for me, uh, through my own personal practice, I experienced the benefits of collective meditation. And perhaps going back a few steps, that maybe wasn't always my burning desire. Nope. Um, but I do believe that there's more to this life and this experience that we've been shown. Mm. And I see it because I have kids, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, we've gone through different generations, as we call millennials, I mean, look what they can do these days with technology it's and it's, we, we've grown and maybe they don't know how to, you know, clean a horse stable or hold the land, right? right. <laughs> but if we reverse that, mm. I'm guessing the reversal of the generation doesn't know how to make a YouTube video or play TikTok or whatever right. it is that they're doing. And it's not that one is right or wrong. It's just that we're constantly evolving. We're constantly changing mm. and, you know, it's in constant flow. So, um, you know, yeah, so it's, it's being able to, um, try that and experience it and really see the benefits. And that's where alignment comes in and energy. Mm. And my favorite Mm. quote, I know we talked about this before the show. I think you mentioned this morning is by Steve jobs. Uh, the ones that are crazy enough to change the world are the (laughs) the ones that think they are, are the ones that do. And I tell you, you know, you look at our phones and our devices and how that has evolved us these days, Mm. I think is really cool. Yeah, it's it's epic. It's epic. I love it. And I love how you're already bringing in this alignment and the synchronicity. Um, and I, I hear your burning obsession, so to speak, and how it's applied for you is, is that there's a there's a, um, a, a alignment obsession. Like, how are we aligning? How are we connecting the dots? And if we're always being aware of how aligned are we? Like, I, I, I love having an obsession of how am I feeling? You know, being being obsessed about how I'm feeling and am I in the sweet spot? Am I in love right now? Am I in gratitude? Am I in appreciation right now so that I can truly be my greatest possible self? And like what 
I think we talked to Christian earlier about his obsession with growing himself, right? He's constantly obsessed with growing himself. It's really similar. If you're if you're being self-aware and asking, how could I feel a little bit better than this? Where am I? And how can I feel a little bit better than this? I don't think there's very much more that you can be uh, obsessed with that would be beneficial for yourself and for all of humanity. Absolutely, right? And that's and it's when when we start to do these things and practice and get in, we see this alignment start mm. to come into place. Uh, we don't even necessarily have to look for it, right? And and essentially, this is where I learned just what you're talking about is you know the power of the breath in mm. Sanskrit in Sanskrit language that's known as our life force. And there's so many things that we can do. I know you spoke about the box breath earlier, mm-hmm. and just practicing that technique. Uh, Nadi Shodhana is another one. I probably said that wrong. I butcher things all the time. <laughs> in short terms, it's left nostril, right nostril breathing. Uh, yeah. Something as simple as that does present or it presents that moment awareness. Mm-hmm. You know, and it helps to harmonize the left and the right hemispheres of the brain, which is our logic side and our emotional side. Mm-hmm. And so these are tools that and strategies that we have. And I mean, I, when I started my journey, I was a, I'm a, I'm a journey designer. <laughs> so mm. I know, but, but through coaching and then getting into self-development, it became a burning obsession for me. And once I started to understand how things worked and utilize them, then I was excited to share with other people. Mm. I love it. I love it, Tara. So <laughs> you're doing some amazing things. I think we've heard a little bit about uh, who you are and what you stand for today in the world, what your clients come to you for. Did you want to add anything to what you've already said? I don't know. I could go on about many things. <laughs> like, can't you tell I talk lots? <laughs> it's it's great. We love people who who have more than enough to to share. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I mean, I can elaborate on that a little bit more. So, yeah. I guess when we start to talk about um, uh, a lot of people ask me, oftentimes like why why meditation what's mm. what's the thing, biggest thing with meditation and i think that we can't really dive into that until we start to talk about um stress mm. right and because stress is what is kind of coming to our lives these days and let's just say um by definition terms or for sake of or whatever i'll just describe stress as the impact of what's happening to the body it's what happens it's what's happening with our creative process and our thinking process that's getting in the way of us experiencing the peace and the joy that we need and really the interesting thing with stress is it doesn't matter how old you are how young you are your race your financial demographic is everybody in the world experiences stress and it, and it is that reaction that takes place in our body when our needs aren't being met um, and so we're either in resistance to the way that things are unfolding or we're um, rather running towards them or running away from them, right? And, and this is what, where we go to that primitive stress response. And we see this like uh, with a, you know, a child in a restaurant and they want ice cream and they can't have it and they yep. start to have a temper tantrum, right? And, over, and technology has affected these things over time. Um, just the studies are starting to come out in the last, you know, 10 years, you know, 20 years, I think there was one done ago or one done. And I think information is just spinning around a lot more quickly. And so there's that, that need to react. And so every time that happens, that's that primitive response goes off in the body, um, that, that flight or flight response. And then, you know, as over time, <laughs> as this has happened, we kind of start to feel that lack of connection and then we start to feel these symptoms of we're not good enough or, our, you know, our, we don't feel anymore. Our needs aren't being heard. They're not being met. And we lose that sense of security and safety and groundedness. And so when we, when we can recognize that and we start to have that awareness, 
then we can implement these tools and we can take a moment, um, you know, and practice that breath. And it can start as simple as just a few moments of a day, but then that starts to interfere with, you know, where we are at right now. And we, it's, it's like, it's a muscle you develop, right? It's like going to the gym and we start to slow that back down and we start to become more, we become more in control. So, you know, for example, a child going, ah, this happened at school today and so-and-so was mean to me, you know, it may not seem significant, but to them it's just, it's significant, right? Mm -hmm. It's, it's not more or less than what goes on with us in our bodies, even though, yeah, we might have some different levels yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> if you were going to judge them, right? This but is it's amazing. Still the same, it's, it's still the same response in the body, yeah. So I'm excited. I with you know that's what I love to do. I love to teach. I love to teach practices and tools. And then there's other things I like to layer in there too. But, yes, yeah. I know we're going to dive into them, but I, I really love how you start with stress. You know, everyone has stress. Everyone's dealing with it. Doesn't matter how how old, how young, what race, anything like that. Like everyone has stressors on our life. Whether it's you know even driving, driving is like stress. It raises cortisols. It's like our body's like, dude, am I about to get in a freaking accident right now? Like, what are you subjecting me to? <laughs> like, this is craziness. <laughs> you know, so it's like everywhere, um, and a lot of times there's a lot of stress. So I really, really appreciate that. I want to go back into your journey now. I want to hear about how did you go from interior designer to being this badass, you know, show host, this uh, coach, all the amazing things that you're doing. Let's go back into that journey. Well, my, I guess my journey goes back a, a ways. I was raised in like a super busy family. Um, it was always go, go, go. So that was kind of what I was instilled within in my subconscious, right? It was just go, go, go. And so, um, you know, I graduated and I was really ambitious when I got out of school. I went to massage school, then I opened up a salon, I built a house, I got married, like all these things. And then I had, we, um, <laughs> sorry, slow down a second. I'm trying to jump to the point, but, yeah. but basically, you know, over time things started to build and I incurred a health hurdle. And that's when I really had to take a step back and go, wow, look at the impact that stress has had on my body because for so many years I managed it. Right. And eventually it catches up with you. And so when that happened, um, I mean, that started a whole nother journey. And then, as you said, I was in design school and then I started working with coaches and really getting into self-development. And, um, you know, I had ideas of what I want to do with business and stuff. And my first business coach said to me, it's 20 percent about the business is going to be 80 percent about the other stuff. And I didn't really know what that mean meant um, because I was always just good at just dealing with things. You know, you talked about playing sports a little bit earlier, and I was raised in a family of, like, athletes. Like, hockey was the thing, right? Um, I skied. I did something a bit different, but it was always that drive and, like you said, the goals and the winning and all that stuff. So it was kind of uh, that ability to stop and slow down and smell mm. the roses and just breathe <laughs> wasn't yes. there so much. So that that's kind of where it all came in. and through the journey of working with coaches, it really just evolved. And then as I started doing more, um, I, I took meditation training because I was like, mm. well, now I need to know why this works and why is everybody doing it? How does the science <laughs> work? And I, I was a massage therapist years ago. So, you know, I had an understanding of anatomy and physiology of the body and that kind of thing. So, you know, when you start to combine that, the science aspect with that spirituality aspect, mm. it really together and then you understand it and then again then, then then you get into the alignment and the law of attraction and all these kinds of things um so so that's how my journey got here and i mean i they all interrelate and i think that's what's the coolest thing like 
I'm just going to talk about the chakra system. Uh, I've spoken about this before, but when I was in my journey in massage school, we learned about the chakras, right? I'm sure people have had a chakra stone massage. Then as I went through design school, well, we learned about the cuddlers and the Kelvin scale and the history and the chakra system from Eastern cultures and stuff gets brought up and how colors affect moods. Like there's psychology all around it. Mm. I'm sure, I'm sure you know. And then of course, as you get into uh, teachings or you know, your Vedic teachings and stuff like that, um, it just becomes really fascinating to me. And so I'm a student of life and I'm constantly learning and that is also a burning obsession. Yes. <laughs> but it just expands what I can do and how I can help others. And, it, you know, there's more tools that can be implemented always. So I love it. I love it so much. There's just like this enormous energy and excitement for you, I feel, for, for you to share this information, to share your ex- in experience, your perspective. Um, and I hear that you're, you're really excited to do that. And I totally love it. I love it. Um, so you went from massage therapy, right? Learning that, picking that up, mm-hmm. learning about anatomy and human beings. And then you evolved through um, the interior design, learning about like colors, right? And, and the moods and how that makes people feel. And you started like blending it all together, doing uh, meditation training, understanding how does the science work? How does the spirituality all blend together? So how did that really evolve for you over the last couple of years and especially becoming like a radio show host? (laughs) Okay, well, this is a little bit of fun, Um, I guess. I guess, I guess, yeah, through my journey, it was through the coach, I guess I became more interested because I learned things about myself. You know, when you start to do this self-development work and you implement these practices yourself and journaling and the gratitude practices, there's also things that you have to work with. And there's also emotions that you have to work with. And I started to realize that because I was really good at just moving on to the next thing. And then all of a sudden, um, yeah, I, it's, it, it's just evolved, right? Like I'm not the same person that I was a year ago, five years ago, and 10 years ago, 20 years ago. And I don't want to be. I, somebody recently brought that up to me. They're like, because I'm, you know, I'm busy now and I'm mm. excited about things and I got lots on the go. I've you know, got kids. And, um, and they're like, yeah, I miss when you were just, just chill and, you know, just your fun self. And I'm like, I'm still my fun self. But I'm not, I'm not, would you want to be who you were when you were... I'm not going to say, but, <laughs> but it's not that bad. Right. You're only as old as you feel. It's just a number. Um, but yeah, so um, it's, it, it, it's just, it's been a journey. And I think that's why uh, coaching and working with coaches is so important because you do learn so much about yourselves. And when you do want to help other people, you know, having that foundation and going through that experience and then building on it is so powerful and, and uh, yeah, radio show host, I'll give a shout out to Renee, my co-host mm-hmm. of Soul and Social. Um, that got started after the Shine book came out. Um, I, had, I had written the first book with Inspired Living Publishing, Creative Hearts. Um, it was an amazing collaboration. And that, but I was still the girl that was like, I'm just going to hide behind my computer. Mm-hmm. And we would even have coaching meetings, group coaching meetings, and I'd be like, <laughs> and they're like, what's up with you, right? So it really was my intention for the year. And I really had a lot of mentors and support around me to push me to go out. And um, it was kind of in the design community. There was all this stuff with shows starting. And um, actually, I came across, uh, I'll give a shout out to Craig Barnwood. Anyways, we connected with my co-host for a day. And we kicked it off with the Canadian Social. And then that transformed into the Soul and Social. And now I've got a show, Juicy Living, on News for the Soul. 
And of course, as you know, I'm a, a panelist, uh, freaking panelist on the Breakthrough Show. So yeah. shout out to that. So yeah, it, it, it really, where that really, really came from was as I was going through this process and meeting people and networking and seeing what they were doing, hearing everybody's stories, I was like, holy cow, I know so many amazing people mm. that are doing so many amazing things and I want to tell everybody. Yes. So it that in combination with it all is kind of how it came about. And now it's gotten more into, you know, it's gotten more soulful. It's about things I like, more about personal development, mm. you know, NLP, like, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff because yeah. you know again as we evolve right? yeah. what what <laughs> was different evolve. what was different about it before how was it different than focusing on personal development nlp that kind of stuff well initially when we kicked it off it had a bit more of a, a design business mm. entrepreneurship uh, prairie Dar barnwood does a lot of um work in other countries helping out uh, with projects building bakeries and farming and things like that to give mm. back so, you know, we talked a lot about those kinds of things and then schedules and things were a little bit tough because there was three of us across Canada going. So, um, the two of us, uh, kind of started to talk about what did we love the most about our interviews? What was it that, you know, what were our favorite ones? What were the things about it? And everybody, you know, would share stories and have these, these moments and experiences of, you know, transformation. And it just, it became really awesome to be able to use platforms like this to share these powerful messages messages that people have and i mean i still get nervous i never thought i'd be doing this and on shows like at all <laughs> <laughs> well i don't know maybe when i was like five and i was like right, I'm gonna sing right. Or, like, something right. like that you know like but like so <laughs> it's it's definitely shifted but it's been an experience and i I have met so many amazing, amazing, amazing humans. Not that I didn't know amazing humans before, but it's the alignment. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't yeah. have met you, Chris, if yeah. I didn't know Jessica. You know, we could mm. go on. Right? Mm. Yeah. Shout out, shout out, by the way. Jessica Dugas came on, I think it was last week, rocked the house. Last week, two weeks ago. can't remember. Uh, but she <laughs> definitely rocked the house. I'm going to be coming on the breakthrough in a couple months as well. So super excited about that. And I just, I love all these connections. Like you said, you know, when you, when you have these platforms, you really, you put out an energy, you put out a vibe that attracts even more amazing people to you. Uh, so I love, love, love being a host of this. And I also mentioned in your bio that you love the, the metaphysical aspect of things too. Let's dive into that and how uh, the science of things has really played a part in your journey. Um, well, it's for me, I've always been interested in it from a really young age. I had the mom that was like, I'll take you to the psychic or to the stair. Wow. <laughs> so awesome. I was always just curious, even though I was, I, you know, I, my, my, uh, you know, we had Catholic side and, you know, different religions. There was very, you know, that structured religious kind of upbringing, but there's still that free flow with my mom, like, you know, check things out and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's kind of just always been something that I'm interested in and I've followed. Um, but, when I, uh, well, actually, when I started working with my first business coach, she she taught magical living. She taught wow. the things that I wanted to know. So I was kind of like self-taught for a lot of years. Yeah. And then as I went through working with her, um, I've spent a couple of a year and a half on her, two years, on her leadership team. And so I did a lot of the back-end wow. research and content development and things like that. And so I started to implement and practice these various things. And that's when I really started to notice at work. And it's it's a lot of fun and it's it's well, it's it's yeah, 
it is. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. It's a lot of fun. So <laughs> it's the best. It's the best. It's, I love it's it. the best. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I think you asked me a little bit more to that question. Yeah. Shiny eye object syndrome, all the fun things I can talk it's, about. It's cool. It's cool. So in, in the, the science of it, you know, you really got started being shown and exposed to these ideas, these different ideas, uh, instilled with curiosity from an early age. And since then, you've really been an adventurer and explorer of the mind and reality as a whole. Yeah, absolutely. It fascinates me. When I was younger, my dad used to always say to me, like, anything is possible. Anything is possible. They used to uh, renovate and have landscape projects. And we'd have these days where like, <laughs> we'd pray for rain, but we'd yeah. have to go cut grass for like, we'd have 18 yards to do. And it was like, did you want a dollar, you know, $2, you know, all these different things. And we were just, we would dread it. Yeah. Um, but it, it um, oh, I, I totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. dreading cutting the grass, <laughs> cutting the grass, yeah, and I'm metaphysical. Sure your your dad, your dad, yes, uh, yes, science. Anything yeah. is possible. So yes, these days you'd be like, anything is possible, right? And you know, you'd get your little reward at the end of the day. So yeah. but it was a, it was a statement that I constantly heard, and mm. one that my mom always would say is, "If you believe, you receive." And so there was these little things that I started to implement when I was younger. I wasn't aware of it then, but that were little mindset shifts yeah. that I think really helped. And as I got into uh, endurance, like I skied, like biathlon kind of style, and um, you know, you would train like two and a half hour runs on the weekends. Like you got to mm. set your mindset up to go run for a two and a half hour run. Yeah. So um, you know, I've always implemented those things, but I wasn't able to put it all together until I started to learn more about the anatomy of the human body. And and as in massage school, of course, I got connected. I worked in that field with acupuncturists and chiropractors mm. and Reiki healers and aromatherapy. So that opened up a whole world um, to a different side of things. And I've worked mm. with homeopaths and homeopaths and naturopathic doctors. So I've experienced, a, you know, a lot of different modalities uh, that can be used. And um, you know, uh, going through my meditation school, though, that's really where the pieces came together. My mentor, she worked with Deepak Chopra. Really, it was for the course of eight years and in teaching primordial cell meditation and vibration. And, wow. and so that was really cool. And there's, like I said, the last 10 years, there's so much stuff coming out with this neuroscience and neuroplasticity and how we can change and we can shape our brains and how our thoughts and actions matter. And then, you know, then learning about movement and how important that was and, and ways then you can start to shift um, what's going on in your life so you can begin to align with your purpose and what you want to do. So, mm. you know, I could be here talking with Chris Burns today. That's right. Alignment, right? baby. <laughs> I love it. So I want to, I want to dive into that specifically because alignment and energy are a big part of self mastery. Um, and I, I want to dive into what do we need to know? What are the principles that we really get to activate to, to make that reality, to create our reality, to become our greatest possible selves? Um, how do we start with energy and alignment? Well, I think the first one that we look at is emotion, really, because, mm. and it, it's it's what lets us know how we feel. Are mm. we 
feeling great? Are you not feeling great? And then, you know, our relationship with what's around us. Um, it can be, you know, you know, physical things, it can be relationships with people and in business. And when you begin, I, I personally think once you start to implement these practices and you understand how to implement the breath and to start to calm the mind, then you can really get into a place of clarity. Mm-hmm. That's a little bit more, I think, difficult to find <laughs> to find otherwise. Um, but then you can really tap into your emotions, and then you start to ask questions about it. Why am I feeling like this? Mm-hmm. What What's making me feel like this? Is there something around me that's, you know, making me feel a certain way? Um, I was teaching a meditation in, in a group the other day, and I was we were talking about this, and I had my Tibetan singing bowl, and I said, you know, like how does this make me feel? but it gives me warm feelings and I like it when I play with it. It's yeah. vibrational, right? So it's, it's the relationship with things around you and the emotions that you experience is really what starts to identify, like, if this feels good, then you want to do it. And if it doesn't feel good, you don't. And then I think it's really about then starting to ask the questions around it mm-hmm. and, you know, really figure out where that resonates with you. Because it could be something like, oh, I feel crappy because you know, so-and-so got mad at me or they wanted an email, you know, I need to talk to you right when you come in today. And you're like, why? <laughs> you know? well, I, Is I it think really that's, probably that's, a problem? <laughs> that's important to know what are the questions to ask? How does someone, you know, I think oftentimes I've found that through seminars, through reading books, through coaching one-on-one with people, that's how I got educated to ask better questions. How would you recommend that people um, discover what questions to ask and learn how to lead themselves like that? Yeah, that's a great question, Chris. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I, I'm the same. I that's I started going to self development seminars. I had the opportunity to go to Tony Robbins and see a bunch of amazing people in Eureka, and um, I can't even remember now. There's been others, but that's really what it boils down to: is what kind of questions are you asking yourselves? Like, if you wake up in the morning and you say, "What am I going to do today?" It's not really the best question, <laughs> you know. Or what are you telling yourself if you're like? What could I possibly eat today? Or, you know, for somebody that's trying to, to lose weight, what kinds of questions are they asking themselves? You know, if you're like, oh, I had this yesterday and I've been doing this and it's not working, so why am I going to bother anyways? Mm. You know, or could you say, what could I fuel and feed my body with that's going to support it and make it feel good and give it energy today? Yeah. yeah. You know, or what... <laughs> I'm like I've got a million different thoughts coming in right now. I'm, I'm going off. I'm going off. <laughs> I love it. No, it's cool. I, I think that having an end result in mind, like what what do I want to feel in this process, in this action, in this result? Like I could say, how am I going to get five do five sales calls today, or how how am I going to create you know five sales calls with fun, with abundance, with with you know joy. And contributing to people in a big way, having having meaningful conversations. Those are, those are two completely different questions. And it's still focusing on, hey, what's the result that I want to accomplish? And then what do I want to feel and experience while I'm achieving that result? And then say, how do I do that? Show me the way to do that. What would it take? What would it be like to do that? And to kind of like navigate around the world of that that question of what what it would be like what's possible when we're doing those things how how fun could it be how easy could it be how abundant could it be yeah 
I love that you said that because I think I missed probably talking about that. Um, intention is so important. Mm, yeah. <laughs> intention is so, so, so important mm-hmm. because if you're not intentional about what you're doing, then that makes it that much more difficult, right? Because <laughs> yeah. it's not like, you know, it's not so much about the how, it's more about the what or the why. And and I think that's another big thing too is knowing your why. Mm-hmm. Like what is your why for what you're doing? and that's going to change. It it totally changed for me, you know, initially, why did I want to have go online and do all this kind of stuff? Well, I have kids and it would be more easy to work from home. And, Mm. you know, those kinds of things made sense, but then that has totally evolved from what it was before. Right. Because you you became aware of like what really lights you up. The next step was, well, I know in, in person physical work isn't as accessible as online work. So let's go, let's go that direction. Let's try it out. Let's see how it feels. And then you go online, you're like, well, I know I can make a lot more impact with people online. My message is, is scalable. I can get it out to way more people and make a bigger impact in the number of people's lives with online. And I can, I can reproduce myself, duplicate myself, so to speak, uh, more easily with online. So it's like as you get more awareness of what the world entails and what's possible in the world, then you can really start to be more effective at creating the, the clarity, creating the alignment, creating the, the values, knowing what your core values are and who you are, and then creating a reality that's constantly uh, feeding those and matching those. Yeah, absolutely. And I think too, once, once you have these awarenesses, mm-hmm. then it's, you can't not, right? Like it's mm-hmm. hard to just ignore them because then it just becomes a cosmic two by four yeah. over and over again. And then that contrast starts to develop and then you're going, okay, why is this contrast mm-hmm. showing up? Yeah. So, you know, it, 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 it's definitely a ripple. And I mean, self-mastery isn't something I think that we ever master. I think we're yeah. constantly working on it. Yeah. And it's easier when, you know, as an individual focusing ourselves, but then when you involve relationships and other people and business and stuff, that, that mastery becomes even that much more difficult. Mm-hmm. You really need to, you know, become aware of who you are even more. And, and then that's when I got into a lot of fun stuff uh, to into astrology and learning about, you know, Carl Jung and, in his teachings and all that kind of stuff. And so that's one of the things that one of the tools too, that I like to utilize mm. um, with people because it, it really gives me an awareness of how their energy is and how it's balanced and maybe how I can help them a bit better. That's amazing. And you mentioned contrast. How does contrast affect self mastery and how does contrast relate to alignment and then ultimately self mastery? Well, I think it kind of that kind of shows up in uh, in two different ways. I think it's either showing you like more <laughs> like you shouldn't be doing this, or what what's being mirrored with like what's being mirrored within you. What lessons do you need to learn? What do you need to kind of move through or push past? Like, is it just fear? Are you just afraid of something, and that's what you're needing to push through, or is it no one? run the other direction yeah right this is this is not your path this is not who you yeah. are hint hint wake up you know mm-hmm. that's that sometimes can be really difficult to 
to be aware of, you know, like how, do you, how to distinguish between something that is just uncomfortable and it's on my path of expansion or no, it's not the right direction. And I think I've, I've asked people that multiple times and, uh, you know, asked, how do you know between if you're really afraid of it, if you're afraid of it, or if it's just like completely the wrong direction. And I think the answer for me that constantly is intuitive is that I will know. I will know if I'm if I if it's really something that is I'm just afraid of and I will feel that if I'm just wanting to play small and wanting to hide and resist from it and I will also know if the feeling that there's a different feeling between I'm scared of this I know I should do it I should do it I should do it I should do it and stay the f away from this like you keep no nope that's not who you are don't do that you know it's like a different kind of uh, energy and vibration It is and I think <laughs> Well, here's the flip side of it. When you when you do things enough that you go, oh, mm. why didn't I listen to myself? You start mm. to recognize that feeling a bit more. And then on the opposite side, when you start to go, yes, I knew I should have done that. Oh, I'm so happy I listened to myself. You know, mm. you really start to recognize that feeling that you get, you know, within your gut, your heart. Like, and that's what, what I love about the chakra system and why I talk so much about aligning them. And I, mm. I do these practices is because it keeps it keeps my energy where I need it to be. And I mean, I'm not always perfect and it's hard for everybody to be, but it's being mindful of it and it's being aware of it. And I think like awareness is the key. Mm, yeah. And as far as practices to align your, ourselves, what would you recommend as, as some go-tos or specific ways to align ourselves? Oh, well, um, again, start, first of all, starting, I think with, with a med meditation practice is a great one. Um, and there's various ways you can do so it can, well, there's a whole way I could suggest to do so, yeah. but so, you know, there's, there's starting with that. There's simple things too, like just, uh, shifting your vibration, putting on some music, going outside, grounding. You know, when we connect with the earth, there's a lot of, there's a lot of research starting to show out there right now that when we ground with the, like Gaia, mother earth, mm -hmm. the changes in our energy and we can trend, like shift that energy back and, and, and make those shifts, you know, with intention and with mm. breath, breath practice and things like that. Um, yeah. So th there's just, there's so many different things that we can do. Mindfulness, practicing affirmations, gratitude practices, mm. journaling, um, setting a timer on your phone with a reminder to breathe or to say something positive. And, and then, you know, I think finding that tribe and that support around you is also really important. Um, yeah. Those are great. Uh, yeah, I, I yeah, so, so once, once, once we, I guess it's once we start to practice these things, I find, um, our intentions become more clear, our whys become more clear. Hmm. And then that's when the alignment really starts to, to occur. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's really the practices. It's like never ending. It's always going to be doing those things. I like to say, if you want to become a master, you have to master the basics. You have to do those basic exercises, basic practices. And of course, like you'll get better at them. You'll go deeper and deeper. But the basic for me of, of reading every day, of journaling every day, of speaking my dreams into existence, you know, that that's a basic. That's not going anywhere anytime soon. It's not like that's that's a core part of manifesting, creating the life of my dreams. So I think uh, people get to invite that burning obsession to, to master the basics. I think it's super, super important for self-mastery. Yeah, and it's it's those. I read a great book, The Slight Edge, and 
uh, I think by Jeff Olson. And it's those small steps over time, that accumulation, that, that little bit towards where you're going and those action steps that you take each and every day, that eventually I think that momentum starts to build and then it creates an even larger ripple. You know, just as I was talking about, you know, with the collective meditation, when you start to align other energy together, it begins to grow. And when you're in that same vibration, mm-hmm. it's just the ripple expands. It's, mm-hmm. there's, it's just really cool. Yeah. And where did you come up with the name Juicy Living by design, Juicy Living? Well, um, so Juice is my nickname. Um, mm. It's stuck with me since I was a kid. Everyone called me Juice. And why? I don't know. <laughs> why? <laughs> Because I had parents that grew up in the 70s. I don't know. They're not (laughs) married in the 70s. I don't know. Um, I I don't know. They used to say I was juicy or something. I don't know. Uh, Ask mom mom and dad. Drop in the comments below. I have no idea. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So, and and, I mean, I just, it's a great word. Juicy. Like, what's better than juicy? It's it's awesome. It's very juicy. Yeah. And I mean, by design. It's (laughs) great. And I'm a designer. So it just made sense. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I love it. Jessica says hashtag juice. <laughs> I love Jess is it. in the house. <laughs> Jess is totally in the freaking house. Yeah, she, she said I need to come up with a new name next year. She gave me the juicy girl, and I'm like, well, you gave it to me, so I don't know. <laughs> you gave it to I gotta self-source this. Come on. <laughs> I can't see her comments. <laughs> She's rocking it. Well, I, I love this. Um, what are some other places that people get hung up and uh, make some mistakes in terms of being in alignment and mastering themselves? Well, I think there's that element of, of being able to trust yourself, right? It's, I think it's so difficult sometimes in this day and age. There's so much out there on social media. It's being shown in front of us, what our friends say, what our families say, what our subconscious <laughs> No, what we've what we've been raised, right? So I I think it's 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 really being present and really being aware, and you know that's it's really the basis of it all. If, mm-hmm. if you're not if you're not present and you're not aware, um, and I think though what holds people back is not trusting themselves, not trusting that oh mm-hmm. I don't feel like I should go around the corner right now. It's dark and it's scary, and I have a bad feeling. And then you go and oh, something happened or whatever. Yeah. You know, I don't want to settle bad vibration, but you know what I mean? It's it's being able to trust those feelings and and then and and just tr- and then and then there's just that that knowing. There's mm. just also that knowing that, you know, the, the universe has your back and it's there to support you. And um if you really are taking action steps towards your goal and your purpose every single day, I think things align. It's, it's, I think it's when you get up and you're like, oh, you know, I could, I could go and I could do this towards my business or I could go and I could do this with my kids. And, and then you decide not to, and you, and you hold yourself back. That's mm. what really, what, what really gets in play. Or you listen to the noise around you, do this, do that. And you're like, no, I don't think so. I don't mm. think so. And, and I think that does hold people back. It's held me back. You know, you start you know, that. um, you know, when you're not in that observer mind mm. and you've got that ego going off and that dialogue going back and forth in your head, it, uh, it can hang you up a little. How does, yeah. how does being in the observer mind relate to alignment? Um, I think when you step back and you, when you really look at what's going on, um, you look at your thoughts, you're able to, um, 
really get clear on your emotions and what, how, how they're making you feel. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's just like you said, Chris, you just know. And, and then there's, there's things though, like synchronicities and people and things that just start to show up in your life, opportunities, experiences, and that I, I, for me, I think that's really where the fun begins, but it, it you just know, mm. you know, yeah. you, 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 you just know it's what you, once you start to get into a different vibration, um, that alignment comes into place. And it, again, it comes down to your intention, what you're looking for. Um, what it, what alignment are you looking for? I mean, Chris is looking for better guests on his show. You know, I, I'm sure they've evolved over time. Right. Totally, totally. And, and, and that it changes because your vibration goes up. So, yeah. I, you know, it's, it's one of the things I like to be mindful of because mm, yeah. it's so yeah. important. Also, I, I think that when you're in the observer position, you're not attached to the energy and the circumstances, right? Like whatever's going on, you remind yourself, you come back to this place of there's a body that Chris is, the personality Chris is like operating through or whatever, you know, there's the ego Chris, there's the identity Chris, there is, um, you know, Chris has his hand on the computer right now versus like I have my hand on the computer. And I think when you're from that more like detached place, you can create whatever alignment that you want. You don't own the energy of the circumstances and the things that are going on in the world. And I think that's the most powerful place to be. So anytime we can remind ourselves of the truth, the highest truth that we are not this body, we are not our thoughts, we are not our emotions, we are not our identity, we're the observer, then that's like such a powerful, it's almost like grounded, uh, centered, you know, connected to the spirit, connected to Gaia, like any anything that we want, like the most resourceful place to be. It's like we choose, we create from that spot anything we desire. Yeah, yeah, I love mm. it. And that, and that the, I, I love that you said that detachment and that can come in ways too um, when we're talking about our intentions and alignment and where we want to go to even detachment from the outcome because yeah. we're, we're trying to hold on to something so much mm-hmm. it, it's not the energy or the vibration that's going to allow us to manifest it and, and going back to what, to what you said about i am um there was a really interesting meditation i came across a couple years ago and it was going through the process of like i am tara abram mm-hmm. i am tara i am and then you remove down to just the eye, like you said. You know, Chris has I Chris has his hands on the computer, right? But it's really taking removing that all those attachments and getting back, you know, to yourself that oneness and connecting within that. And the alignment comes a lot easier when you when you can get there. And it doesn't take a long time when we start to implement these practices, especially meditation practice. The shifts happen really quickly. Um, it's surprisingly. Yeah. What, what what kind of shifts could people expect um, when doing these practices and meditation and different things like that? What have you seen in your own life or with your clients? Well, I think one of the biggest things is is getting started um, because it's hard for people to calm their minds down, right? And so when we go into trying to do a meditation practice, oftentimes everyone's like, I can't say, it. Right, <laughs> you know, right. my mind, my mind's going nonstop. 15 not. seconds. Ah, oh, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm done. I'm done with this thing. What am I doing? So, you know, there's, so there's things that we can do, you know, there's mantras, yeah. right. To give yourself a point of a, a focus and sure you may 
find yourself wandering off from that mantra, but then that's that awareness. You mm-hmm. catch, you catch yourself and then you come back mm-hmm. and, and then you can go, maybe then the next time you just completely fall asleep because right? <laughs> you're so exhausted. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and then maybe as you keep going further, then the next time, then you start to have that little bit of a shift where you, you, you get into that zone and all of a sudden, the next thing you know, you're like, oh, did I fall asleep or didn't I fall asleep? What just right. happened? And it's once you start to enter in that, once you start to enter in that space, it's what they call the gap. It's the space in between your thoughts. So what's supposed to happen is you have a thought and then a gap and then a thought and a gap. Um, it's kind of like, I don't know, movie reel is how it was described to me. If you were to, mm. to visualize it. Um, and of course, over time with things, we've, we've lost that gap. It just goes from a thought to a thought to a thought yeah. to a thought. And so we need to retrain ourselves these days to, to be able to go back to that place where we've got that space. And when we can get into that space, that's really when the magic happens. And when we practice it, we, we get there much quicker. And so people experience better quality of sleep. Um, you know, you can get more, they say you can get more rest um, uh, in, a, in a meditation than you can sometimes in an eight hour sleep. Because when we're sleeping, we're going, you know, we've got these thoughts in our mind all day long. We, we, we can go into a dreamland mm. where we can get into a deep sleep, you know, so some are restorative and some are not restorative, but meditation, that gap, when we get into that place, there is that restoration in the body. And uh, Deepak Chopra teaches about this. I had the opportunity to go to an autism convention and he was talking about you know, the, the telomeres, which is the tail on the end of your cells that have to do with your aging. And uh, over time, as those cells start to decrease, or sorry, the tail starts to decrease, you start to see aging occurring within the body. And they've found now that just through meditation alone and retreats where you go to meditation retreats, they have, they have silent retreats. And just in that time alone, they're starting to see an increase in the length of those telomeres, which is basically like reversing the process. Now, I'm not, I don't, disclaimer, I'm not a doctor or anything like that. There's books out there, but it's, it's really, really cool. And it's really fascinating information. Um, so, and I just, I think the ability to become more present. So like you're talking about traffic, Chris, if you're, you know, driving and you're, this person's driving you crazy, you just want to freak out, <laughs> it, you being able to go, okay, let's just take a couple of deep breaths. Yeah. Like maybe don't put on a, you know, they had a brainwave zone thing and <laughs> you're driving, <laughs> but there, you know, there's definitely different ways that we can get ourselves into this state. Um, there's, there's definitely different, um, things that we can try and I've tried to, you know, I've had clients that are like, nope, that didn't work. Nope, that didn't work. Yeah. I was working with a teen and he was like, I hated it last week. I don't even want to be here. My mom's making me be here and I hated it. Like it, it just, nope, that didn't work not responsive but once I figured finally understood his energy and got connected with it then I was able to find where he could start to implement using that Mm. tool that was like kind of a superpower and um so yeah there's a variety of ways I guess awesome that's that's incredible I I love this Tara I think that everyone has their own own mechanism so to speak of getting back into alignment whatever's going to work best for them and it sounded like this young teen wasn't open to looking or or trying so it made your job so to speak a lot more difficult but if someone is open to and willing to find these different tools and try them out then ideally they can get to their answer and what works for them a lot faster yeah absolutely and i mean 
there's definitely those shifts that occur with people that are ready and they're, you know, they want to make these changes and stuff like that. I'm kind of the one that sometimes, <laughs> you know, when I come across with people like, no, I know you can, I know you have it in you. I know you want it. You just won't admit it. Yeah. But, um, you know, so that's, that's a different kind of alignment, I suppose. <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah, absolutely. And, 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 you know, if you're growing and evolving, yeah. right. Are you moving towards where you want to go, where that intention is, you know, what your why is, um, your goals, are you, you know, all of that kind of starts to come in place and you become aware, is it, is it happening or not? And then if not, then you start to look and go, okay, what's not working? What can I try differently? What needs to shift? Amazing. I love this. I love it. So is there anything around alignment, energy, self-mastery that we haven't t- touched on yet that you feel is super important for our audience to get? Oh, gosh. <laughs> It's like I could talk um, about it for days. I'm like, well, we we talked about reading. How awesome that is! Your vision, you know, there's so many um, different things. I really think to support and your tribe mm. and the community that you're with is so important. And you know, that kind of goes back to the beginning of our conversation because because that alignment when when you can start to align with people that are at the at that same vibration, that same they have those same passions and the same big expansion right that it's just yep. that ripple of yep. energy is is crazy and i yeah well i also i also feel that that is um it's uh i think you said a better word for it but harmony alignment with other people's big energy um the what is the heart math coherence like coherence with other people's like frequency of of vibration of bigness of big dreams and goals like the 12-hour marathon for me is like i get an opportunity to create coherence between my bigness and big vision and goals and other people who are out there in the world like yourself you know like these these desires to spread that that wave that ripple and make a huge impact having these conversations like our coherence is like synchronizing so that we are aligned we're inspired we're more tapped in and in alignment with that energy and with that greatness and I think it's it's so beautiful what we're able to create today it is thank you I appreciate you saying that it is true when you look at teams and mentors of really successful businesses and corporations out there it takes a team of people that align together to 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 bring it all together it's You know, it's like an orchestra. One person doesn't just do it all. It's an energy to create the whole experience. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So, let's tell people how they can stay connected with you, and then after that, we're going to be giving them the minute to win it, the best wisdom and encouragement, and empowerment, and fire you got. And uh, let's first tell them how they can stay connected with you. What do we want them to do next, Tara? Well, you can find me on social media, Facebook. Um, at juicylivingbydesign.com or maybe it's at juicylivingbydesign. But you can private message me too. Um, you can go to my website, uh, juicylivingbydesign.com and you can always email support uh, questions at juicylivingbydesign.com as well. Um, yeah, it's pretty easy. I'm around. I love it. I love it. And you also have shows. Tell us, tell us about those shows. Yes. So yeah, as I said, we've got this Solemn Social that runs on Thursdays. Um, and then on the first Friday of the month, I've got, uh, over at news for the soul, uh, it's called juicy living. And I think I might know someone that might be coming on, coming up here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
I love it. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And so, of course, shout out to my co-host Renee if I didn't say hi. Hey, girl. <laughs> I think you did. I think you did. I uh, double high. <laughs> so this is Gold and Tara, you're doing awesome work. Everyone, definitely stay connected with Tara, www.juicylivingbydesign.com and facebook.com forward slash juicylivingbydesign. So Tara, let's give them the one minute to win it, the best fire and wisdom you got. What is it? What is it? I think it is really fine. Figure out what your why is and like tap into that. And like, don't be afraid to just go after your dreams and figure out what lights you up and what fires you up. And don't let anybody tell you that you can't and get stuck in that place. Implement practices, find people. There's so many groups on social media these days that you can connect with. Um, I've got an amazing network with people. Um, reach out to me if there's something specifically support-wise that you need. I have an amazing, amazing network of people that everybody has their own zone of genius. <laughs> maybe it's not me. You know, maybe it's not Chris for what you're particular at, but there's a whole, whole realm of people that I know that I could help you out with. And um, if you haven't implemented a meditation practice, it's something I would really, really encourage you to do. Um, even if you just start with a few minutes a day, work your way up to five. Um, and a, a gratitude practice and journaling. Those things I find are so beneficial um, for me and, and for, for so many reasons. And um, I, I just think if, if you can start to implement those things, align with your tribe and really just focus on, and, and it's not so much positive thoughts, but it's just really what thoughts you want around you with the reality of the world that you want to create and just know you can do it. Hmm. Mm. Just, just keep on going. Anything is possible. Amen, Tara. A to the man. You are the bomb.com. Thank you so much for coming on here and rocking. I don't know if that was a minute. I don't know if that was a minute. It was perfect. It was perfect. <laughs> it was perfect. And uh, I look forward to growing a lot together, to impacting even more lives. This is just the beginning for both of us. So keep up the heat. And I look forward to our next awesome conversation. Well, thank you so much for having me, Chris. It was such an honor. Love the Marathon Podcast. I was impressed. I'm like, woo! That's awesome! <laughs> like, yes! Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's a blast. And it's an honor to have you on here. And we'll see you soon, okay? From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode, but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.employeeescapeplan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, beyourgps.com and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, 
tap into your flow and take massive action. Head over to beyourgps.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever.